Ready. Set. Game cast. Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and bodily functions. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the Keeper of Organs, Darian. What? Wait, organs like the state of Oregon, or like organs like... Well, considering we're talking about bodily functions, <laughs> well, yes. Well, yeah, but I swear it sounded Actually, like you said Actually, this is bodily organs. functions. Whatever, fine. <laughs> the bodily that's bodily functions. I would say that functions is a function of bodies. Mm. What does what any of this of mean? Organs. I don't think I want this title. <laughs> I'm denouncing this title. <laughs> and the boy with a body that just won't stop, Teddy Chineris. <laughs> I don't know about it. I don't know about it at all. But hey, what's up, busy boy? So Teddy, how is your body doing? Uh, you know, it's not doing great, you know, it's doing all right, but, like, I haven't been working out as much as I should, and I just shoved, like, four pieces of stuffed crust pepperoni pizza hut pizza into my face in, like, five minutes before the podcast, and then I drank a whole thing of coffee, so I definitely feel like I got a shit. I love, I love how you spent that entire sentence looking as far away from your mic as possible. Yeah, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> we're talking you gotta do what talking directly away from our people. <laughs> Darian, how's your body? My body's great. Thanks for asking. I, uh, I went to Captain Marvel earlier and ate popcorn. And oh shit! Popcorn always makes me have uh, the the body itches where I need to go bathroom the, the, and stuff. Oh, body don't, itches! Don't you ever call it a body <laughs> itch ever again in my presence? I don't understand. God, I was trying to think of uh, my fancy term for having to poop real bad, but. I couldn't body remember it, so itches. I said body edge. You said something weird instead. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of weird, Darian, what have you been playing? Why is that weird? I don't know. <laughs> That's a pretty normal thing. I'm <laughs> immediately offended. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of weird. Yo, I'm interested to hear about one of these games on the list. Go ahead. Which one? Diablo 3. Oh, okay. All right. Where have you been playing that specifically? On the PC. Oh. Yeah, I didn't get it on the Switch. All my one of my friends wants me to get it on the Switch, but I don't want to. So I I, I did play a little bit. <laughs> but I I don't, don't want, want to. to. <laughs> I no. Okay. So the whole thing with that is the only reason I'm playing Diablo three is so I can play with David. If I got it on the Switch, we'd also have to get David a Switch and Diablo three on the Switch. So it would turn from like a thirty dollar purchase to like a four hundred dollar purchase. And it's he not should worth already it. have a Switch by now. You right, know what I mean? On. It's 2019. What are you doing? What are you doing? I have a Switch. He shouldn't be expected to share. You know what I mean? Yes. How are you yeah. going to play games together? Exactly. We play games together on the computer. <laughs> mm. Mario's not on the computer. Mario lives on the I Switch. Don't play Mario. Mario wants to play with you. Right after Mario Day, too. It was Mario Day. 
When was Mario Day? Yesterday. Mar- March 10th, because... March 10th? M-A-R, and then the one zero oh, looks like Mario. fucking weird. <laughs> March 9th is Miku Hatsune Day. Okay. So, games. Dare it. Got... <laughs> you got any games? <laughs> uh, all right. I played some Diablo 3, which I... Yep. Don't have a positive or negative opinion about because I played it with people who have already like perfected it and get bored and just do shit to do shit. And we played through the story mode and I have no idea what's going on and we're in the second act. So <laughs> I don't know anything that's happening and I don't know how to feel about it. Also play Lapex. Lapex, dude. I played Lapex. I played some Apex and a little bit of League. Um, and uh, mostly I've been playing a lot of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Like, a lot. Um, how's that going? Really good. <laughs> really good. How many Guardians have you guarded? Have I guarded? Yes. What does that mean? He's doubling down. <laughs> Thought about you, it for a second and like, yes. <laughs> it means you saved them from the Dark Lord and guarded them from sadness. I kill a lot of guardians. Uh, what's No, what's uh, what's the hero guys? What's the good people? The divine beasts? Yeah, but like the, the, the guys who went into the divine be- like who died there. The champions? Champions, that's what I'm thinking of. Why are they called champions and like the, like... I don't know. Guardians is a bad name for the enemy. Yeah. Well, I don't think they were originally bad. Yeah, that's the point. They were supposed to, you know, be guardians. Guardians used to be good, just like the Divine Beast. It's an important lesson about how machines are bad and we should never trust them and destroy your microwave. No, because you get control of them. No, the Divine Beast, the guardians are always bad. Oh. Well... Because the the, gu- the guardians were originally supposed to just be automated turrets, basically, and keep Ganon at bay, and then Ganon was just like, "Ha ha, no, they they kill you now. I I own them, and they kill you." Um, so that's it. Yeah. Yep. I've gotten three of the divine beasts, and I have the master sword already (laughs) (laughs) that was a leap that your cat just did at you (laughs) it was time for him to be on the lap uh teddy how many how many divine beasts have you gotten zero my entire life have you played it yeah what were you doing just running around man (laughs) and you didn't get any divine beasts no i don't believe you no I played that game for like 20 hours and I never came across the Divine Beast. Came across? Well, you know, I never went to, you know what I mean. Did you vote for it when we did Game of the Year that year? Um, no. Okay. I believe I was on the side of Horizon. Actually, I don't remember. I think eventually I was like convinced, but I came into that wanting to wanting Horizon. I think I think it came down to PUBG or Zelda was the two like contenders and i i decided i made the yeah and bunny was pissed because he hated breath of the wild (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, poor bunny. Okay, so what have you been playing since you've not been getting them Divine Beasts? Uh, all sorts of shit, but, like, mainly... Um, it depends. I don't know. I've split this all kind of evenly. Like, I've been back to streaming. It's been great. I've been able to play video games again. Like, at least three times a week, it's been good. Twitch.tv slash Teddy Chineris. Um, and I... I've been hopping into Destiny 2 a little bit, but I played that more when, like, the the new season stuff launched last week. But I played more Destiny, like, the week before when the new season stuff wasn't there. And I've only played, like, the new season stuff for, like, a second. Um, so I don't even... Don't know enough about it to 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 speak on it. I played a good a bit of Apex with The uh, Future is Near um, and Super Killer Bunny, who we were just talking about. They're great, and we've gotten a bunch of wins, and it was really fun and played a little bit of overwatch the other day and i've been playing halo 5 again i love halo 5's arena it's so fucking good it's so good that is a dude i think that is like has to be one of my top five favorite video games of all time because of how much i love the the multiplayer arena like i will go back to it a year later and be like man i really miss this and play it for like months it's it's still great but yeah, that's basically it, I think. I bought an Xbox recently. I should try this Halo game you keep talking about. Do you about. have a uh, Game Pass? Yes. Then have you ever played a Halo? I think I played uh I think I played two. Oh. Well, if you want, go through all of them for the story because you have Master Chief Collection and Halo 5. Like the Game Pass will give give you both of them. Um and the Halo 5 multiplayer arena is just so good. You can just hop right in there, you know? It's a good time. So, yeah, you should. Uh, I probably won't because I've been too busy being a cowboy. Um, because yeah. after after the holidays got done, things slowed down, and then uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and I, I finished that up. I've been looking at, like, the new games have been coming out, and none of them. I thought I was going to be playing Anthem right now, but that's not happening because that is a garbage game. Um, well, have you played it? No, I played. I played the. Ba- I played the beta. I played the yeah. beta, and my experience with the I beta. I know was it's real bad. bad. I know there's all sorts of issues, but I am very hesitant to call it a garbage game. It is a. It is a solid seven from everywhere I've seen. We will talk about exactly how bad that game is in a new story. <laughs> I know it's <laughs> bad. There's a big. There's a big. <laughs> there's a problem. It's a problem. There's a lot of problems with that game right now. There are a lot of technical problems with that game. But when take the tech problems out of it, the game itself is a solid seven. If if you take all the garbage out of the trash can, it's it's great. The tech problems is different from the gameplay mechanics. There are different discussions. Um, Anyway. I don't have Anthem. I don't actually plan on playing it anytime soon. But... Destiny 1 was in a very similar place. Not with the tech issues, but with the quality of the game and how people felt about it way back in the day. Not with right? the thing that's worse than anything the game could possibly yeah. offer. It's it's real bad. I'm just trying to talk about the game because I know the tech issues are going to be I don't care what the game can do. I, <laughs> I know about the it. tech issues, but just playing the game when I played the beta, like I didn't like the way it handled. I didn't like the... Hmm. like. The the way they did the beta was so bad. Like it was, it had too much running around. It, they should have put you in some kind of like big like just fly around like shoot the stuff like almost like a 
um horde mode thing where you can really like try out stuff and and go big but it, it had you like running around and it it had a puzzle it had a raid um what yeah a raid style puzzle like destiny where you have to like talk to each other and figure it out um at the end of the the mission in the beta and literally people kept like leaving because you people were just switching the things because you had no idea what to do and maybe if we cooperated if we had voice chat um we we might be able to do it but like nobody wants to do voice chat with a bunch of randoms in a game you're just trying out in a beta so it's like yeah it was a bad bad decisions there yeah i would love to play um division two on friday that comes out on Friday. I do not have the money, though. <laughs> I thought it was but already out. Maybe I've just out for, been... like, early access, like, content creators and whatnot. Uh, I think they gave a bunch of content creators early access. But it's out on Friday. It's out on the 15th. Anyway, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. That was a long, long way to get to the, the point of playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, because, yeah, I've, I've had it for a while. My uh, brother had an extra copy that I bought off of him when the game came out and... I had like started it, but it was like, oh, I'm too busy. There's other games, and now there's nothing else I want to play. And I am sad I had not gotten to it sooner because I am loving my time with it. Though there's just so much to do, and just exploring the world is so interesting. Um, You, it takes a long time to unlock fast travel, and fast travel is only one way. Uh, like you can go from camp to one of these predetermined locations and then like you'll have to ride back uh, the other way it's it is a slow game but in the whenever you're riding to a destination there is so many things that can happen that like make make your ride interesting like there's been times that I've been riding to a mission and um, I, suddenly uh, people tried to uh, rob me and then I had to deal with that or, or, or maybe there was, there was one point, um, I was just riding down this path and, and this guy had a chick, uh, tied up on the back of her horse, his horse. And she was like screaming for help. And I like asked my girlfriend, I was like, should I do something about that? And, and she's like, yeah. So I turn around. <laughs> I, I didn't like, there's plenty of times that like you'll be riding on a path and, and uh, like, uh, it'll be bounty hunters taking someone to jail and they'll be like, oh, it wasn't me, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, I don't really know who um, to side with here. Like, maybe it was a bounty. So I just turned around and and uh, I, I ended up grabbing my lasso and roping the guy and just tying him up. And so I had both of them tied up and I was like, uh, I guess I'll untie her. And she's like, oh, thanks. Like, he was going to do these horrible things to me. I was like, oh, cool. I guess I saved her from kidnapping. And then I was like, well, I don't really know what to do with him. Like, I have him tied up. So, like, just shooting him (laughs) feels like executing the dude. So I just left him in the middle of the road. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, um, a uh, cart came along. And they were like, come on, what's taking so long? And I just rode off while like, this guy was just left there. <laughs> um, but oh there's so many God. cool, like there's bounties, there's poker. I got into like yeah. a three hour poker game, like real time, um, because like the final guy was so good at poker that I had to just like slowly drain him of money. And it, it came down like each hand, I was like, okay, I'm going to go big. But like if 
I, I think I have something, but if he, he always seemed to have just a little bit better hand than me and it took forever to wipe him out. Um, well, I think where this game excels is the characters that there's so many people in the crew and it keeps adding, uh, people as you go to new areas they're like oh where you you got caught by the cops and now we're rescuing you like and we're adding another person to the crew and every time you go back to the base you're having these cool conversations with the characters but also you're just kind of walking around and they're talking to each other they're having these their own stories everyone seems to have their own thing going on and arthur's just like there Many games like you'll see, and it's like everyone's just there for the character. They're just there to like give you a mission or or whatever. But these people seem to have their own thing going on, and and so does Arthur. And and the world feels so alive and interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um. I I seriously think it is a great stream game, kind of because the the game is is so interesting to play. It does have those slow moments, and I think that's what makes it a good stream game. Because when you're riding from town to town, it gives you a chance to like talk to Chad and stuff like that, um, and then and then you're back in heavy stuff, you know, shooting guys. You got to kind of stay halfway, pay attention because there, you know, you will be riding on and suddenly, you, uh, robbers will block the road, surround you, and then you got to be ready to take them down. Um, yeah. But that's obviously a rare thing. Um, all all these things can happen; they don't always happen. Um, the the music is so so good and the world i will say how i don't know what they did the effects the like the mist in the trees the way the the fog shines and the light is so beautiful they have a a, a camera that you can use as an item and i've spent so much time recently just like taking pictures if you're watching the video version right now the um my background is a picture that i took in game of of just like from the camp um the light w- there was like a morning fog and the the light was shining through and I was like that is so beautiful I need to get a picture of that and I I ended up doing this several times because the the way they do the weather and the lighting is so beautiful in terms of cons I will say there's a couple things that kind of annoy me one of which is how easily you can fail a mission and it seems like they they want you to handle some missions in very specific ways um, where I have failed a mission because a guy will, will be like, oh, let's go over here. And I, I was like sitting there like feeding my horse like, OK, you know, uh, I'm going to I'm going to give him a little treat before we leave. And then the, I just get a mission failed because it's like you uh, left blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I didn't leave him. He left me. He walked over and I was about to go with him. But apparently <laughs> I took too long and the game was just like, you lose. And I was like, that's mm. stupid. That's um, but other than that, I'm trying to think if there's any other complaints I had. Other, Yeah, that's I think it's the only two things you really need to know going in is that it can be a little bit slow uh, at times. And that's mostly just kind of riding from town to town and during missions, you will be riding from town to town, but the characters will kind of be talking to you and, and telling, talking about stuff. Um, but uh, a lot of a lot of it's slow, but kind of purposeful in that way. And then there's the stupid like, you'll fail a mission for stupid reasons. Other than that, everything else about this game is amazing. It's beautiful. It feels great. There's so much to do. The world is so interesting. The characters are so interesting. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, very much recommend it. Uh, 
you can play it for months. I, I, I don't know how far into the game I am as it goes on and I'm having more interactions with the different gang members. Uh, I'm, I'm loving more and more of it. Cool. Another game that I played just before stream, I saw Polygon did a article on the top five um, couch multiplayer games. Uh, I had played most of them except for the, a mobile game called Space Team. And it's a free mobile game that it'll, every, every, it'll connect to everybody on a Wi-Fi. It'll look for people using the same Wi-Fi, use, having the app open. It's kind of a game about shouting at each other and and uh, trying to like cooperate through the shouting where everyone will have uh, something on their screen. Well, A, they'll have a bunch of buttons on their screen and it'll be like like uh, air freshener or space kettle or just like these bizarre things. Um, and you're supposed to be flying a spaceship that's having issues or whatever. And and the, each person will have a command that shows up that'll be like, turn on space kettle. And the other person will be like, turn quartz magoggle to five. <laughs> Gotta get that quartz magoggle turned. Yeah, so like, mm-hmm. like just me, me and my girlfriend played it. And so I'm like shouting like, turn quartz magoggle to five. And she's like, space kettle on. And so we, A, we have to figure out like, maybe the thing that we're being told to do is on our screen. So we have to like find the button. Or, or maybe it's on their screen and they have to f- figure out where it is and stuff. And it's kind of this game about like shouting and figuring out the stuff and and cooperating. That sometimes there's like asteroid attack and then we all have to shake our phones. So there's kind of these like cool. It's it's a really simple, cool party game that like people can just download on their phone. It's it's I'm pretty sure pretty small because of how simple the game is, and uh, a great game to just be like, hey, let want to do some weird uh, game. Uh, <laughs> want to yeah. do some weird game? Yeah, I don't know. It's a cool game. Check it out. Uh, if you got a friend, just you know, pop it in and try it. Sometimes. What that's like? Yeah, I don't have friends. <laughs> you set me up too well for that one. <laughs> um, I've also been playing uh, more Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. Um, the story. I, I finished all the story content there is. They seem to be expanding more on the story. Apparently, Japan's ahead of us because I've seen YouTube videos of like, here's the stuff that's like ahead. Um. Uh, which I, I kind of want to get there on my own, but I have to wait for them to bring that content to us. But in terms of the non-story content, that game is very much pay to win. And that kind of sucks because it has like lots of loot boxes and it's what's in the loot boxes is actual like, you know, determines how strong you are. And they have pe- yeah. they have a lot of uh, stuff that... Uh, they have PvP, which is based on the stuff from your loot boxes, and they have these PvE, which are ranked, which are like how far, like oh, you you got this far in the Colosseum, and that makes you the like ten thousands player. But if you were the nine thousands player, you would get even better rewards, and then you'd be even stronger for next time because you have better stuff. And it, yeah. re- they're really trying to feed you into giving them money so that you can do better, so they can be stronger, so they can do better. Mm. And like I, I joined the subreddit for the Kingdom Hearts Union Cross deal, and it's so much of people just bitching about how pay to win the game is. I'm trying not to spend money with it. I already did give them like fifteen bucks, um, but 
I we'll see how long. Did it bad. I'm trying not to spend money, but I failed already. <laughs> but I've already spent fifteen. <laughs> I'm trying not to spend money, but I took out a new mortgage on my house, and like <laughs> this happened so fast. Uh, we'll 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 see how long I stick with the game. I I like aspects. Hopefully of it. not until you're bankrupt. Teddy Teddy said he he was gonna play again, and then I found out he's in the worst union, so he can't even be in my party. Yeah, and I also just didn't play. What's the worst I opened union? it up and I looked at all the menus, and there were a billion things, and I was just like, no, <laughs> overwhelmed. Darren, have you watched Back Cover? I mean, yeah. Okay, like the, two years ago. Oh well, the the bear Teddy's in the bear guy. Uh, union, uh-huh. and he's the one who's all like, I don't trust anybody, I'm going to punch all uh. of you. Mm-hmm. Are you in the unicorn one? No, I'm in Vuples, I'm in the uh, fo- Fox Girl one, which is always not. There's also union rankings each week, and Vuples always number one. Great, the unicorn's always number two, but that's sad. Unicorns should be number one at all times. To be fair, Agreed. the the Vooples, like, of the characters... What the fuck uh, is a Voople? Fox. A, a oh, vo- okay. Yeah. Um, like, her character is the least shitty because, like, she runs the group that is like, hey, we're going to save you guys from the war. Where I'm about running the, the group that lives. Hmm. Um, speaking of Kingdom Hearts, this is the news section. And Kingdom Hearts 3 will add DLC, which will add more difficulty and deepen the story. Um, This is basically content that has been added to previous Kingdom Hearts games in what is uh, Final Mix. Like, they'll basically re-release the game, uh, typically just in Japan. Um, And then maybe those versions will come later to America um in in a final mix uh version with more content series director tatsuya numero uh said that uh tatsuya that's his name you nailed it i'm so proud of you yep good (laughs) that's the one oh my god (laughs) he said this time uh he will be bringing out that kind of content in dlc uh both in free and paid dlc um They've already, uh, it already shows hints that we'll be getting a critical mode, which is a harder difficulty, as well as they said they will be filling in the gaps in the story, uh, which I'm curious what they plan to do there. Darren, what do you think of this? Um, I mean, I'm pretty indifferent. (laughs) You're the Kingdom Hearts person. What? Do you hate Kingdom Hearts now? No, I just don't care about critical mode and... But story. I mean... It's going to deepen If they add more story stuff. I don't think that they can add enough story to satisfy me and fix my broken heart. Hmm. Uh, I was told the reason Phil didn't talk in 3... Apparently his Japanese voice actor died, and so they didn't have him talk in, oh. like, you know, be, because of in that. In either. Yeah. Sure, that makes sense. But pers- like That's sad. I would have preferred to just not see him in that case. Yeah. Because it was so weird well, of him just, like... Well, they probably had him in the game already, and then 
he died, so they probably like removed scenes instead of remaking all of it. It's clearly not the last Kingdom Hearts we'll get, and there's a lot of questions of like what's going to be happening in the next Kingdom Hearts of what we're going to see in terms of Disney worlds. I hope there will be more uh, Hercules world because that's always been my favorite world. I was a little pissed that it wasn't a proper Coliseum, Um, but hopefully eventually we'll get to see Phil again. That would be something that I would like to see in terms of DLC is they put in a Coliseum, put in a proper... Like, you know, going through the rounds Coliseum. What would you like to see here? I don't care for the Coliseum. I I feel like I'm not, like, missing anything from previous games. Because they they hit all my marks. (laughs) I would like them to fill in what happened... Basically, during the end cutscene, not the 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 before the epilogue, you know the the one cutscene on the beach because there's a I feel like they just yada yada a big moment. Uh, we can talk about it later, but yeah, there's there's a thing that I'm like, okay, what? How do you not tell us what happened there? We could just say like spoiler territory and then give a guesstimation and talk about it. Okay, spoiler territory. The next two minutes. All right. Spoiler starting now. No, oh, no, I gotta get out of here for the one day I play all Kingdom Hearts. Omega lol. Sorry, you can't do that in one day. <laughs> <laughs> so they show like. Kyrie's back on the beach like everybody's uh-huh. on the beach and then they show Kyrie on the tree and then Sora's there but he like fades away so right. like Sora saved Kyrie. they never show that and apparently Sora died doing so how did they Whoa. not they just yada yada over yeah, it Teddy this is why I'm broken <laughs> like, damn Sora fucking dies okay wow like I don't I don't get how they do that without like showing it like make it mean something. I bet that that's going to be in the DLC though. That's probably hopefully part of it. I I don't we'll see. But then he's got a world ends with you bring himself back, which I need to finish right. playing that game. That game is Did they they did that remake, right? That's on yeah, the Switch now. It's on the Switch. It's it's I don't know, complicated to play. Uh, spoilers over, I guess. Ready? Yeah. Darren's br- broken. Uh, well, I'm just trying not to cry again. <laughs> well, while uh, Darian tries to fix herself, Teddy, oh. can you tell me about another thing that's broken? Yeah, let me tell you about Anthem. Definitely something that needs to be fixed. <laughs> um, they are uh, there is many problems with the game, but the biggest issue. Uh, so far, um, is the fact that Anthem is now breaking consoles. <laughs> <laughs> like, not just crashing to the home screen, but, like, there are, there are several cases of it straight up, like, it's like when you, like, straight up unplug your power cord from the wall for your PS4, and then, like, when it reboots, it has, like, the, the, like, you know, safe mode kind of thing, but, like, some of them aren't rebooting. <laughs> some of them are getting... 
getting uh, destroyed, basically. Uh. What was EA's... Uh, yeah, so they said, we're aware of a crashing issue some of you have been reporting. We're investigating to ask that you share your crash data reports when prompted. Uh, I don't know if they... Have they responded to the actual, like, breaking? I don't know if they have yet. To my understanding, so. if you go in and click rebuild database, that will possibly fix fix it yeah i've heard i've heard that there are some cases where you can fix it and there are some that they won't turn back on yeah i would i would definitely <laughs> if you can get to it <laughs> click rebuild database before you go yeah. before you go buy a new ps4 and throw rocks at ea headquarters <laughs> yeah <laughs> that uh, that is like people should be i don't know i i will be curious to see if we see like a lawsuit against ea for that like oh i played played your video game and now you owe me a ps4 i yeah. feel like yeah my one of my coworkers came in and was like hey have you played anthem and i was like no like it's not really on my spectrum no, i like, like my ps4 <laughs> well no because then he's like he this is the reason i heard about this he can't he's like yeah, apparently it's breaking consoles, and I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, a buddy of mine, his PlayStation doesn't work anymore, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, and are you still playing it? And he's like, oh yeah, I love that game, and I was like, are you fucking? <laughs> You're crazy? living life on on the edge, bro. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw uh, Greg Miller tweet a picture of his uh, error message. <laughs> that like oh, he no. was he was talking about how much he loves Anthem and then it was just like god damn it <laughs> yeah uh, it uh. is like people aren't doing anything weird with their PS4 they're just playing a literal video game and it's it's wrecking their console but yeah that's basically the news story about Anthem for now and now we take our customary two minute break while Teddy poops. No, I'm 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 all right. It's Teddy fine. already pooped, and then he pooped his pants. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Well, I think we're all good. I don't believe you. Huh? <laughs> you know, whenever I poop my pants in Apex, I always tap the ping button to let everyone know. <laughs> but apparently, there's going to be other games <laughs> that offer the ping system. <laughs> oh my god, Durin, can you tell me about? games with ping sure uh last episode we talked about how Fortnite in an ama said that they were looking into adding uh a, a ping system no respawning or respawning no you're right they were talking about adding respawning but this time now they've added a ping system um which just just to me looks like an act of desperation because obviously Apex is doing way better and they're just trying to be competitive. <laughs> Teddy's disagreeing? I don't know. No, I I um I don't have the actual numbers, but I would be shocked. I know how well Apex doing is doing, right? Like didn't it cross 50 million players? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 50 million's the last like milestone we know of. Fortnite I still has to be more players than Apex. I mean, it has For- to be. Fortnite has the just advantage of it's l- on everything. You can play yeah, it on your and phone. Also, it's just it- been going for so long. That it's, too. It's like 
I I'm curious as to the the numbers, but I I know that Apex is doing great, but the the people being like, oh, Fortnite's dead, Apex is killing it. No, there's no fucking way. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I do think we're seeing Fortnite waning, and oh yeah, for sure, at least a, a bit. Absolutely. Here are some numbers. Go ahead. It only took Apex thirty days to pull in fifty million players. It yeah. took Fortnite a hundred days to hit forty five million. Yeah. Apex grew to the level that Fortnite did, but faster. Um, right. So it's not, I mean, I don't think it's going to eliminate Fortnite by any means, no. but now there's like a healthy competition for Fortnite. Yeah. I think Fortnite helped pave the way for Apex's success. That, like, you know, people who were big Fortnite people were like, oh, there's this other thing that is supposed to be like Fortnite, but better. You know, like like it kind of people might have been getting tired of Fortnite over and over, and we're like, oh, here's something new to try. So I I think it right became now, a- just throwing up the tw- the the Twitch browse page, Fortnite is at number one with 133,000, and then League, and then GTA Five, and then Just Chatting, and then Apex with 75,000. Yeah. Oh wow. Like, yeah, it's it, people paint the picture like Fortnite is going away and Apex is taking over. Like Apex is doing really good, but like. Fortnite was at such a level that, like, I don't know if it's gonna. It, I'm sure it's gonna go down for a while, yeah. but it's gonna take it a while to to really go. Down I, I do. Down. I do think that for Fortnite will have to do like improve upon their game to like stay on top, yeah. and and for the same that Apex needs to keep pushing, like improving upon their game to try and take that spot. If either of them like stops then they're going to lose the war but as long as both of them keep trying to improve we could we could see them neck and neck in a year's time yeah the way they are handling it does seem like fortnite seems to be leaning more on gimmicks with their like the marshmallow concert and apparently a weezer area they added to the world yeah i don't know but they are i mean it's not like they're doing anything different than they normally do to try and mix it up where they change the map every season and all the i think they're changing like a bunch of the challenges and whatnot like the battle pass is still a thing and people still like it like it's fortnite is one of those things that i feel bad talking about because that community is like it's like so entrenched that there are so many details in there that like I feel like I have to be I have to be a Fortnite player to really talk about what's going on, right? Like I it's hard to like if I wanted to talk about the state of Elder Scrolls online right now, I couldn't. But like I'm sure somebody who plays ESO constantly could be like, "Yeah, this patch just came out, community's mad about this, blah blah blah." I feel like that's how it is with Fortnite. Like people are happy and mad about very specific things when they're in the weeds you know sure yeah i think anytime you get a new game in that same genre you will see people jump to the next uh one the next big one because obviously there's always new battle royales but apex is the net new top contender they're the one who who improved upon the formula instead of just being like we did Fortnite again Come play ours. Apex is so, <laughs> Apex is so much fun. We're, we're Fortnite, but you cast spells instead of shoot guns. Yeah, but speaking of new games in the same genre, uh, Niantic has revealed Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Uh, if you are unfamiliar, Niantic is the people who made Pokemon Go. 
and they are now uh, making a Harry Potter uh, style uh, alternate reality game, a Pokemon style game. Haven't we? Haven't we heard about this for a while? There was vague stuff. We've never actually known what the game was going to be like until now. Okay. We've gotten a detail of like, here's what's happening. Uh, I will read from Polygon's article about the story of this game. Uh, a calamity has befallen the wizarding world, causing artifacts, creatures, people, and even memories to mysteriously appear in the muggle world. Witches and wizards from across the globe must come together to solve the mystery of the calamity, overcome the confounding chaotic magic that surrounds these foundables, and return them to their rightful place, keeping them safe from muggle eyes. Your journey begins as a new recruit of the Statute of Secrecy Task Force, established by the Ministry of Magic and the International Confederation of Wizards for the purpose of investigating and containing the calamity. Um, so this is Breath of the Wild. Yes, that's that's the first game that ever used the words the calamity. Yeah. It was not in Bastion, the very good uh, super giant no, game. No, that game's not real. Okay. <laughs> the um, fake video game. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who Game's claims to have ever played Bastion is a liar. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. It's like the it's like so, flat earthers. It seems that these weird like artifacts, I guess, are supposed to be like the Pokemon. And to catch them you need to do spells to to um stop the chaotic magic that's brought them um kind of sounds dumb i will uh so uh it won't just be uh, this is also from the polygon article some of this sounds cool um it won't just be uh, muggle mainstays like starbucks or that bank outside your office though players will have the chance to experience ar versions of actual harry potter locations like olivander's wand shop um this game like of of the stuff all the graphics seem to show um ar stuff it seems like this is going to be a very ar heavy experience uh we'll have to see if they're gonna let you play you know with ar turned off Mm. um but this part seems kind of cool the game will also launch with multiplayer wizarding challenges that allow friends to group up and take on death eaters dementors and other magical villains. It's like trainer battles, in a sense, although friends will work together, not against each other. Everybody will also be able to choose a magical profession on top of their task force duties to aid them in these challenges, which almost makes it sound like it's, like, class-based. Mm. Like, like, you could be, like, the healer, or the whatever, as part of the this uh, co-op thing. I can see Harry Potter fans who are aware of the pokemon go like who who probably pokemon go people who are into harry potter will try this but the way it's laid out does not seem like the harry potter thing works in the same way that like they're basically trying to slap harry potter in on pokemon and it doesn't seem good no mm. Yeah, I don't know. I you can definitely get people trying it if there's any IP that like could compete with Pokemon for like the most known kind of thing. Um Harry Potter is one of them, but 
you have to have a good game for sure. Um, but then again, Pokemon Go didn't really start as a very good game. Um, but like, I don't know. Um, we'll see how many people stick around. I'm sure it'll have like a dedicated community. I, I guess mm-hmm. it d- depends on how how fully featured the launch is and stuff. Um, I will be curious of how they hand like, does this have competitive at all? Or is this all about cooperative or like, it kind of seems like everybody's working for the tax force. I kind of thought that like, Oh, you'd pick like your Harry Potter house. Slytherin, Ravenclaw, blah, blah, blah. But it kind of seems like you're all just kind of teaming up, which I think maybe will help this. If, if, like Pokemon Go is very much about like oh like we're fighting each other we're on different teams whereas if you if you can go oh you play Harry Potter let's like fight Dementors together and there's never a question of which team you're on might help this game out um but you know what's not going to help the Vita Anything because anything. it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything, dude. Um, so Sony is ending production on the PlayStation Vita effective today. This was an article written on March second, so last or two Saturdays ago. Um, the Vita is officially gone. It's over. It's not being made. It's not in production anymore. Um, the game stopped being in production like last. What was it? A while ago at this point. Like, they stopped making games. Yeah, Sony itself stopped making games for the Vita in 2015. Um, and in 2018, ended the production of physical, physical media games for the device. Um, February was also the last month that the PlayStation Plus subscription service gave out games for the platform. So, yeah. Also, that's kind of somewhat news. I don't know if we talked about that last week. I mean, we talked about it a long time ago when they announced it. But March, this month, is the first month um that playstation plus is only giving away ps4 games so this month is modern warfare remastered and um the witness and no ps3 or vita games that is done now um but yeah rest in peace vita i love my vita so much i could turn that thing on and still have an awesome library of games i i do every now and then um but it is uh it's mostly now down to my switch and my vita's over there under my couch (laughs) oof yeah. Under your couch? Yeah, my 3DS is also under there. I don't have many what places to put fuck? things. I have a very small apartment. So. Are you kidding me? This cat. <laughs> it fucking... turned and looked at you like, the fuck? <laughs> he just fucking, like, he was batting at my door, paws under it, like, begging me to let him back in. So I do. And what does he do? He plants himself in full view of the stream to lick his crotch. <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> You Hello? know, he wanted You're so rude. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that anywhere. You wanted Why an audience. Why here? <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. Oh, my cat's an asshole. He showed his asshole, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, the Vita, the Vita's dead, everybody. Rest in peace. Put it on a boat. Send it out into the water. Shoot a flaming arrow at the boat. Viking funeral. It Out of here. And go buy, just buy a Vita. Play a bunch of games. If you're worried <laughs> about not being able to do remote play uh, for your PS4 anymore now that you can't get a Vita, don't worry about it because now you'll be able to play it on your iOS device. There we go. 
Was <laughs> Jenny it. was really excited about that transition. I was so excited about that transition. That was great. <laughs> um, Sony has uh, announced and made available the ability to play remote play uh, via a iOS app, um, which is will be available both on I- iPhones and iPads. Uh, in their recent update, let me see if I can find the exact number. Six point five zero will let you uh, play uh, PS4 on your iPhone and iPad. Um, basically, you'll have your controls as touch on the the screen. I I there's many games that probably you wouldn't want to do this with, but um, for slower games, definitely. And I think like. We are seeing Sony support more and more remote play. Obviously, with their like primary, they're not they're not going to try and go like, no, you gotta have a Vita because you can't anymore. But you can already remote play to your PC now. Now you're being able to do it to your phone. Um, yeah, I, I guess like have as long as you have a PS4 in your house, you can play it wherever you want to, basically. Uh, which I think is very good for the PS4 and PS4 owners. Do you, Teddy, do you think you're going to try it out? No, because I have tried remote play on like the PC app and on my Vita multiple times for many years in different networks. Like when I lived at my house in Nolan, or yeah, Nolansville, and when I live here at this apartment, like I've tried it with different PS4s and it never works well. I I have bad luck with it. Yeah, remote play sucks. <laughs> maybe maybe it's just you, Teddy. Maybe it's yeah. just you. Yeah. No, I can't get I can't get remote play to work either. I've gotten it to work like a little, but not much. What kind of games do you try and do remote play? Um, I don't know. I I hopped on the I hopped on it and just opened up a bunch of them and whatnot. But like, it's not even just that it's bad for like specific games. Like it just like in the menu, like it would be pixelated and it, it just uh-huh. wasn't. And then it would like disconnect after five minutes or. I, I would maybe play some like Stardew or like a turn-based RPG on it. But now we have the Switch, so like. Yeah, yeah no, there's no need for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's great about remote play is that like you don't have to worry about transferring your saves or anything because you're literally playing off your PS4, uh, which is nice. But there's definitely, yeah, the sw- the Switch is, is makes... If the game's available on the Switch, that's honestly like the better platform to play it on because then you can just dock it and un- undock it and do everything you want to. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do. I would like it to work really well just for the fact of I don't have to worry about transferring my saves. But I have a PS4 in every room right now. I have it in my, have one in the living room, one in the bedroom, one in my office. And what I'll often do is like, oh, I want to play red dead in the bedroom i'll just upload my save to the cloud download it in whatever room and then pick up playing there which is nice that with yeah. the cloud saves to be able to do that um well if you're not wanting to play games on your cell phone and would rather play on your vita maybe you'll be able to play some vr there too or on your Switch, not your Vita. Yeah. The Vita's dead. Dang. I, I almost nailed that transition. <laughs> Let me yeah. stress that. On your Switch. Dead. <laughs> you won't be able to plug your Vita into some cardboard, but you will Everybody with the Switch. Everybody throw your Vitas into a fire. <laughs> oh, dead. 
No. <laughs> Let's sit in a drawer safely for the market to rise and sell it for $20,000. Wow. Uh, so Nintendo is bringing out some new Nintendo Labo kits, which, if you've forgotten, is the cardboard kits that you uh, build yourself, and they're everything from, like, fishing rods to, like, robot suits. Um, these ones are designed to turn your... Uh, Nintendo Switch into a VR headset, which I will say I have seen Facebook ads that are like, do VR with your uh, Switch, and it's like, no, there's no VR games for the Switch, why would you do that? Uh, But now there technically are, but these are Toy-Con projects that uh, will let you create uh, things like a set of VR goggles, a rocket launcher with blaster, a camera, a bird, a wind pedal, and an elephant. And you slide in your Switch and look through it. It's it's kind of like the cell phone VR, if anyone's ever gotten those cheap uh, like holders that you just put your cell phone in and then you can like look around in VR. It's nothing compared yeah. to an actual VR headset like the PlayStation VR or the very good Vive, which is the best one, and everyone should support the good one. Um, <laughs> uh, shots fired it, it's it's definitely interesting to see the, like vr go to the switch and this is very this is a very like niche weird thing and uh i saw some people be like vr on a 720 screen are you crazy it's gonna look horrible uh but if they like if they're aware of that and design around it and this is this is kind of a goofy thing that you're probably you know not expecting greatness from i th- i think it's kind of fun and cool and and for people who are into it it's cool yeah um, pretty neat the starter kit uh including vr hardware and blaster toy con will be $40 uh, to complement the starter kit, the Nintendo released two expansion packs for 20 bucks each, which will include the elephant and the camera, uh, and the other one, which will include the wind pedal and bird. I'm vaguely interested in Toy-Con. If they ever get cheap enough, I think I might pick one up. It'd be fun for, like, a week, I feel. Yeah. I, 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 just, <laughs> I love gimmicks. There's just, like, the yeah. more gimmicky it is, I'm just like... Give me that that dumb looking thing. I want to try, but yeah, I want to try the dumb. You thing. know, at least you're unashamed unashamed about it. You know, you're proud of it. No, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. You know who's proud? Our Patreon supporters. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're proud. You know, <laughs> I was be like, who's proud of supporting us? But no, yeah, you're just so proud. Teddy, can you tell me about them? Um. Yeah, their names are Aaron C. and Dragons Lucas, and they're amazing, and they support it at the low price of $5 a month at uh, the Ready, Set, Gamecast Patreon. Is that literally patreon.com slash Ready, Set, Gamecast? No, it's patreon.com slash geek. Last geek? Okay. Yeah, because it's the last geek product, and if you you can support this podcast or Game Mate Corp over there or just last geek in general, there's one that's like a, a mail tier where I'll send you a letter, so... It's great stuff, but if you just yes. want to shout out, do you want Bryce to know your address? <laughs> <laughs> then let him know. 
when you fill out the form, be like, here's my address, winky face, winky yeah. face. Maybe I'll send you cookies. You don't know. You'll have to support at that tier to find out. You shouldn't risk that. What? <laughs> you shouldn't risk cookies? <laughs> We're trying to get supporters what if, here. What if it's cookies? What if he wants to swat you? I, what? Can we not? Coin. Can we not put that as a, that's not going to happen? <laughs> Oh my god. Don't give your address to random strangers on the internet, kids. Unless it's Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Thank you, Aaron C and Dragon Lucas. If anybody would like to support this podcast people. and other Last Geek content, go to patreon.com slash lastgeek. This brings us to the topic of the show. We are seeing a lot of uh games as service style games coming out dead on arrival. Namely, Fallout 76 and Anthem. Disagree. Slightly. Slightly. I don't think it's dead on arrival. There are still quite a lot of people playing Anthem. There were not for Fallout 76. I do not not think Anthem is doing well enough to be considered a success by EA or Bioware. Not by their standards. But it's not a failure either. I, I think this is bad enough that we will see Bioware being shut down by EA. Oh my god, no. After, no. after 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 anthem like after and andromeda after anthem that's two misses ea likes to kill studios anthem is gonna they're supposed to be around for like 10 years it's supposed to be a destiny thing for like a 10 year life cycle of anthem i don't think it's going anywhere i think they're gonna work on it and improve well we'll see i mean i think they need to do well enough to justify that but we'll we'll see how it goes yeah um, do you think this will cause a wane in these style of games, or perhaps we'll see developers take more time to perfect their game before putting it out? Because I think both mm, interesting both Fallout seventy six and Anthem came out with such big issues that it re- like they seem rushed. Are they were they not tested? Why why are they so like? full of issues and or like what caused them to come out this way is this a problem with the games in as uh, a genre or what uh well first of all before we begin i hate when games as service is used as a genre i hate it like league of legends is a games of service world of warcraft is a games of service fall 76 destiny call of duty assassin's creed odyssey like these are all billions of different types of games that people lump into one thing as a games of service I, I yeah I, I mean it's it's a thing it's it's like this is a game that we want you to this is your life now we want you to just play this game yeah but even even that's a little loose because yeah. I don't feel like every game that comes out as a games of service is fully going for that like um like Assassin's Creed Odyssey they want you to play that for a long time but like mm-hmm. they know it's not gonna be the only game you ever play. Fortnite, in a way, like could be argued as like this is a game of service, but I also it don't is. think it. I don't think it would be because it's kind of like, I think a competitive game isn't a game as as service because that's that's going for something differently than like Fallout seventy six or Destiny or, or I completely disagree. Yeah, games of service means to me that a game is coming out and that they are going to support it for a while and and keep it interesting and keep supporting it basically like they're not gonna it's not a game that comes out 
and then it's done or a game that comes out and there's like a DLC pack or two and then it's done. Like they want they want a community and they want people to be playing it for a while yeah. um, with like constant updates. And Fortnite is constantly updating like each season. They change the map like dramatically. I, I like I guess like both Fort like Fortnite, I guess. I don't know. Remember, or it's early. Day. It it had such a like kind of slow rise, um, yeah. and I mean, it spent a lot of time as like this different game, and then they just kind of tacked on the battle royale. So um, that was kind of a weird thing. To Apex hit the ground great, no, no issues yeah. with that whatsoever. But yeah, these these other games that are kind of this hybrid single player multiplayer games of service mix are full of bugs, full of issues breaking consoles and it's like why is this happening is this is this like are you putting this game out as a weird like last ditch of like how how fallout 76 even came to be is so bizarre of like that nothing about this game makes sense for the fallout franchise you've taken all of the things about fallout that people liked and removed them and and were like Oh, you players, you're you're the things now. I still think you could have done the premise of Fallout 76 and it would have been good, but they did not. <laughs> the premise of Fallout 76 could have been done well, but it wasn't. Do you think that these issues in these this style game is going to have effects down the road? Um yeah, but I don't necessarily I think, let me see here, the question, will these cause a wane in these style of games, um, or will they take more time before putting their, them out? Um, I think this partially talks about, like, two things. I think, in general, developers will, like, wait and put their games out when they're ready, um... For a long time, we had this kind of happen with all sorts of games, where people were constantly putting out games that were not finished and were people were annoyed by it right and eventually like over the last few years i feel like we've gotten a lot better about that where people have delayed and then launched it and it's like actually really good like breath of the wild was delayed a billion times and then when it finally came out it was good um and it was amazing it was 10 out of 10 there are a lot of games that i feel like um have been delayed and then were released complete right but I feel like Fallout 76 and Anthem are both um, both indications where this definitely was not followed through. This was not complete. And this was a, more along the style of like four or five years ago where people were kind of dropping games that were not complete. And I think they felt like they could because they saw Destiny and they saw other games that like launched not fully done. And they but like as long as you get a community that latches on, then they can improve. So they're like, ah, it'll be fine. Like we'll get some people who will like it and then we'll, we'll push through and we'll make it better. Um, probably to meet like certain financial, um, standards that they were supposed to meet for that quarter or whatever. Um, but I do think, especially after Anthem, a lot of companies are, if they, if they are doing something like this, they are not going to, um, they're going to be patient with it. And I also yeah. think the the discussion of like will these style of games um continue or will they like slow down that's a whole another thing just about like the amount of games that want so much of your time there can only be so many of those because yeah. there are only so many people you know 
Yeah, I that's they 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 want to be your game and and like they're I mean even in like battle royales where we're seeing like oh Fortnite's gonna wane just because like people are are switching to Apex and like that that's their game now and and you th- people aren't going to be like I I play them both all the time because you just can't do that. Yeah, some people will, but it will yeah. be rare. It's it's way easier, especially with something that's like a competitive game. You you want to put a lot of time into it so that you're very good at that thing. And and for for any game as a service, you're rewarded the more time you put into it. So you're not going to want to you know do more than one of those. Yeah. Um, Darian, any thoughts on this at all? No. Okay. <laughs> Solid contribution. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, I stepped away from the discussion because of something happening in my apartment, so I yeah. don't. I'm not really. Darren, can you step speed. into the questions and comments section for me? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Do you want to be a part of the show? Go to ReadySetGameCast.com forward slash submit to submit a question, comment, or your favorite divine beast for us to read on the show. <laughs> Uh, Fire Turtle asks, um, answering, or no, she's answering last episode's question. My favorite fairy was always the water fairy on Neopets. She's like a mermaid fairy and very pretty. Okay. KH Fan said, Tara is best boy in Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) Okay. I like Roxas. Uh, Roxas is, like, complicated and interesting. He just want he just wanted to have a good summer vacation and he had to be he was on the dark team, but he was didn't know about it and he's got a lot of interesting stuff going on. Roxas is just an emo boy. Yeah, he's the emo interesting boy who just wants happiness and a good summer vacation. Huh. He's just an angsty boy and I don't know. You know like who I think is the best boy in Kingdom Hearts? Goofy. What a guy. You know, Goofy? He's a good boy. <laughs> Every time the big bads are going to like punch Sora in the face and Goofy just like it just cuts to Goofy like blocking the with his shield. Damn. I'm like, oh Goofy. Badass, dude. No, it's it's dope. They're I mean <laughs> but both Goofy it's and dope. Donald have like badass moments uh in Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. three. Wow. Yeah, like when Donald pulls out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> it's like he does do a point out gun type moment he pulls out a gun <laughs> Sora's best boy Snow asks what's your favorite anime and why My Hero Academia ooh great choice fucking great show I love that show so good okay what's yours Cowboy Bebop easily mm. I like I like episodes of that, but in in general, like it's it's too mysterious for my taste. It is, man. It's it's very artsy. <laughs> that show is so good, though. Ah, uh, the last episode. It's great. My favorite anime is Black Butler, which I would have even known at this point. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, you're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Oni asks. What do you think of the future of Twitch and the IRL slash just chatting categories? Hmm, that's actually a really good question. Um, good job, Oni. I think it's um, I think those sections need to be policed a little bit more. Um, but overall, I don't think 
I don't think there's anything wrong with a lot of things happening in there, but like there are some things that like is technically against TOS that are happening and then Twitch like all the time on Twitter I'll see like a, a clip tweeted out from like the IRL or just chatting and it's like, oh look at this, this is against TOS and it's just like it's blowing up and Twitch is doing nothing about it. Can I have an example? I don't have one off the top of my head, but I do I do see things like that circulate. Um but for the most part, just fine. You know? I think I think it's a great way to interact with your audience when like I, I think Twitch is more like has for some time been more than just playing games. Yeah. Uh a partnered stream I know just plays the harp and does paintings. That's so cool. And on on her stream, she's a uh, dope yeah. and like she I don't think she has played a game on her stream ever. So much of about what makes Twitch great is the interaction with the audience and so that yeah. category is just that that thing. So I yeah, not necessarily sure he was talking about that in a way. Yeah, but yeah, I I do get that like there are people who just go into that category because they're like well, I'm not going to do anything else. And it's kind of a catch-all that allows them to get away with maybe more than they could. It's it's also a C, too, because there's a lot of people in that category. Oh, yeah. You know? So it's hard to see yeah. everything. Um, I remember a while, when I first started streaming, um, I would always go... We, we, uh, we would always eat uh, right when we started the stream and go under um, social eating because people would be uh, hanging out there and trying to get some people in the door before we started gaming. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? One of my favorite streamers used to do like half games and half cooking. That shit was great. And then they stopped and they're gone forever. Darians, what do you think of talking? If that's how you want to build your community, <laughs> which is, I mean, it's just extra interactivity. I don't know what they're doing that's against TOS, but shaking the booty yeah but like i don't know i guess i'm speaking out of my ass i probably shouldn't yeah <laughs> take it all back <laughs> speaking out of your ass will get you banned on twitch D that i mean yeah if you can somehow <laughs> you manage can that fart. yes <laughs> but if you if you are farting isn't speaking I it's not speaking at If you put your butt up to the camera, drew a little face on it, and are like, hello, chat, how are you? <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It, I guess it is, it is very, it is rare, and I really can't think of a situation. I haven't seen something like that in a while, but I used to see it more. I think, I think mm. that there are th people who have... Uh, done you know more risque things but twitch has uh been more clear about the rules um and such and yeah a lot there was deals of like is what they're doing so bad and and stuff so it's just like a complicated section i think anybody who is doing anything weird is the outlier and honestly yeah they'd probably be doing weird stuff under any category <laughs> There's, there's people who will play League of Legends shirtless. That you know. Hey man, you know. Um. Also, Oni asks, why won't Darian play DMC Five? I just don't wanna. <laughs> Darian, what games do you want to play right now? Because I tried to I, I tried to be like Darian. I'm gonna sell you on Red Dead Redemption Two, and you're like, no. 
But you gotta, if you sell Darian on a game, though, you gotta sell it to her hard. You gotta be yeah. like, this is a thing. Here it is. Play it. You like? In, I've already in done the, the here it is play it section already because I gave her a year's worth of GameFly for Christmas. Yeah. So she hasn't activated it yet, but when when <laughs> when I sell her on a game, she can activate it and rent that game. Yeah. But she's she's gonna save it up like a like health potions waiting for the final boss battle and then the final boss battle is not that bad so you just beat the game with 600 potions left <laughs> that's the ideal scenario yeah. <laughs> i'd rather have too many health potions than not enough health potions <laughs> um yeah i don't want to play double may cry 5 aka suck it next question yeah um <laughs> sure Mima asks, what do you guys think about the status of phone games as an industry and their use of trickery to get you to spend money as much as possible? Not a huge fan. Next question. <laughs> I, th- I think I like that that the loot crate tactics that that were, you know, caused serious issues in gaming started on phone games and they're just less police there because, you know, iOS and, and Google don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. There have been many occasions where I try really hard for like a month to try to find a good mobile game that is like what I'm looking for and that like has has no ads, no time gating, and like no microtransactions that you can buy for power. Right? I can never do it. I can never do it. There are good mobile games out there. I'm usually looking for something specific. Yeah, they're just the rarity um and if you're if you're looking for like a full game, you you probably would rather play it on your Switch anyway. Like if yeah. it, you know, the Switch the Switch is the the better mobile device and the only like um Excuse me, sir. I think you're forgetting about the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> So he was just letting it rest in its grave, and you just like kicked it I keep, up a little like, bit, trying to get it up, and then it's like, <laughs> no, put it back down. You're like a little kid at a funeral who like doesn't understand. <laughs> like, yeah, when are they kinda. gonna wake up? <laughs> oh, that's so sad, but true. All right, what's the last question? Also, another or another also Oni says, "No, any cute single ladies in your area? Keep up." Not really. What's keep up? <laughs> It's a version of Kappa. It's Kappa, but it's got cat ears and a stick in its mouth. Oh, I thought it was Koopo for a second, like, you know, the shopkeepers. Mm, Nope. Like what the Moogles say? No, that's not what it was. Give give my (laughs) girlfriend a couple months to come to her senses and maybe. What? (laughs) Uh, This brings us to housekeeping. Mm, Does it? Yep. Go to thelastgeek.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on youtube.com slash lastgeek. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful. All right. (laughs) Um... I haven't updated this on the last geek stuff you should check out. Uh, there's a new Game 8 Corp episode. There's a clip show on YouTube. Um, I put a, a tweet out, a clip of me burping on Twitter. Why? 
Great. Okay. Well done. It's actually very good. You should go to my Twitter and find it and watch it. Um, but yeah, just go to youtube.com slash last geek and look at recent posts and just watch all of them. It's great. And um, maybe I'll have more Let's Plays coming out soon. We'll see what happens. But until that happens, maybe people would want to fo- follow my co-host on social media. Darian, how could they do that? Uh... Oh my god. <laughs> Darren, what's your Twitter? Dexterity. <laughs> Anything else? Any other social media? I'm on Twitch. What's that? Twitch.tv forward slash Dexterity. For a second, I thought you were like, what's Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Any other? Mixer? No. Instagram? No. no. I mean, I'm on Instagram. I don't post there. Okay. Teddy? Yo, what's up? It's your boy back at it again. All right. Every (laughs) week, every Sunday, though, on twitch.tv slash Teddy Generis. What is this Under the panels, there will be schedules. I can't commit to exactly a schedule each week um, because of how school and assignments and my job works. So it's like... Each week, each Sunday, I sit down and look at the week, and I'm like, all right, I can stream these nights. And I'm trying to stream three nights a week, two at the minimum, but three. Um, this week, this comes out on Friday, doesn't it? Friday, yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, so <laughs> you'll, I'll be live tonight when you when this comes out. Um, and then the next week, it's usually somewhere around, I try to do like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but like, like I said, you never fully tell. That's what I'm doing this week, though. So go to the channel, follow it, turn on the notifications, Go into the Discord. I always post when I'm going live there, and I almost always tweet it out as well at twitter.com slash Teddy Chineris. And usually it's pretty late night streams, so like the other day I did like 10 to 2. <laughs> the other day I did like 8 to 2 a.m. Um, so yeah. Uh, come on by. We're playing a lot of multiplayer games lately. A lot of fun. And uh, yeah. I love you. I feel like every time <laughs> Teddy's on the show, he has he's announcing a new schedule. Yeah, like at this point, like okay, some stuff happened. I'm now Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday (laughs) at six (laughs) a.m. to seven thirty for an hour and a half. (laughs) Next time it's like okay, things happened. That schedule didn't work out. I'm now on Wednesdays, Fridays, (laughs) (laughs) only weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, hopefully this is this is the goal for now. Just three times a week, each Sunday. I'll figure it out. Just follow him on Twitter. You'll, you'll yeah. see stuff. I'll tweet it out. Uh, if you want to see my stuff, I'm at twitter.com slash lastgeek. I'm on Instagram at twitter.com slash lastgeekplays. I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash lastgeek. I don't really post there, but maybe it's it will tonight. Big shot over here. He's on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I still have Big Facebook. Big on campus. <laughs> um... Twitch, twitch.tv slash lastgeekplays. Maybe if I get more followers over there, I might stream more often. We'll see what happens. I'm not sure that if that's how that works. Well, it, like, <laughs> if, I'm pretty sure you stream to get followers. You don't stream because you got followers. Well, if I get a bunch of followers, then when I'm streaming, they might show up. Well, yeah, but, like, you got to earn that, you know? You got to build it up. Um... That's what that's what I do all this work every every two weeks to to establish this great audience and get people to come see my content. Do it. But yeah, Go that's been me. the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the news 
and the cats and oh there's so many cats and teddy didn't poop once that we no, know I'm of probably about to <laughs> <laughs> i'm like looking at that bathroom i'm like what? i'm gonna do yeah. things to you <laughs> <laughs> i'm coming for you <laughs> Oh my god. Um thank you to all of our listeners and we will see you again in 2 weeks. Goodbye. Bye.